0: All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 tyrants. And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else that may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at sonslibertymedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. Yep, we're on hump day here already. I, I just call me silly here. It just seems like. You're out of one week and you're halfway through the next uh, before you know it. Uh, Of course, if you're younger than I am, like much younger, especially if you're younger than 20, the time just doesn't go fast for you, does it? It seems like it goes really slow and then somebody pushes the fast forward button and it's just like what James says, our life is but a vapor, you know, Uh, we're like the grass that's green in the morning and then by the afternoon, it's all burned up. So that's kind of how I feel every day because the days just run together. In any case... If you'd like to check us out online, please do so: sonsoflibertyradio.com, dot com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. dot com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video show <clears throat> uh, portion of the show, you can head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, dot com. And right there at the top of the page is where you can find mine and Bradley's shows in the morning. The right side is mine. Just click on the play there and uh, blow that up on whatever device you've got. Click on the Rumble. Uh, image in the right-hand corner. You can join us in chat. Great to see you guys um, in the chat as always. And thank you for the birthday wishes. Yes, it's my birthday. Um, <laughs> we're gonna party like it. Okay, um, <laughs> we're not gonna do that. Uh, but it is my birthday. Yes, I'm an old man, and uh, sometimes I forget. My kids go, uh, "Dad, so how old are you going to be?" Um, I don't know. Fifty. It's over half a century. Let's put it that way. Um, my former pastor's wife, really used to love when I would say that in the midst of everybody, because she says, don't say that, you make me feel old. But in any case, that's that's where I'm at, and uh, God's been good in the uh, 53 years that I've had, and um, in spite of me. that That's what we have to keep in mind, in spite of us. No matter how good we may think we've achieved something, or this, that, and the other, God is good even in the midst of our sin, of our failures, of our betrayal sometimes of our uh, whatever goes on God is good and he sustains us in that and he urges us on towards repentance and he comforts us that's the old word he pushes us on uh, by his word and by his spirit and so uh, I'm very grateful for that in any case uh, if you also want to sign up for our newsletter that's available just right under where the morning show is there at the top of the page and the guys at click.com thank you so much for setting this up for us I think it looks a lot more uniform and neat rather than so busy uh, at the top the way we had it before. Now there's a couple of things I want to to make uh, to address here before we bring Lynn on for Rotten to the Core Wednesday, and that is, you know, yesterday uh, I played the interview I had with Kerry Gordon, and we were talking about um, taxation. Now I didn't; I thought probably a lot more people would get this than the other. And we did the, the interview in the afternoon. I got to tell you. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer anyway, but I'm probably sharper in the morning than I am the afternoon. And so we did it and we were talking about, you know, the taxation. And I think Kerry had we're on the same lines in, in the in the main. So I think we could probably come to some agreement. And I talked about how tariffs were used early on. And tariffs are a way where you're taxing people outside your countrymen. And I think you can bring this down to the county level. You say anybody outside the county, we will tax if they come through the county. We can't tax people who are coming in or uh, who live here. And I think that I tie it to usury. You can't charge usury to your or interest to your countrymen, which is, I mean, we're violating that all over the place. Uh, but you can charge to those who are coming from out. Why? Because they're using your jurisdiction in their business or whatever they're doing. And so I would have, I could apply the same thing, even though I understand in Israel, when you gave the tithe, that was, you know, encompassing all of that facet, both the ecclesiastical side and the state. But one of the things, you know, that we brought out even about any taxation, and we both agreed property taxes were immoral, okay, and unconstitutional. One of the things that, see, because the afternoon I'm not as sharp, but I thought about it after I heard the show yesterday was our money, even though it's debt money, is our property. The Supreme Court's ruled that money is property. Not that the Supreme Court's the final arbiter, I get it, but they have ruled in that. And it it is our property. In other words, if somebody comes up to you and they steal $50 from you, how can they steal it if it's not your property? I mean, if it's just government property or if it's whatever, um, then they're not stealing, at least not from you, right? Do you, you, you guys follow me? So any kind of taxation on the people is theft. It's theft of your property. So I I wanted to toss that in. I sent it to Kerry yesterday, and uh, and I think Kerry tended to agree and see what I was saying. We have a little bit of difference, but it's not, it's not huge. Uh, again, our authority is the Word of God, so we can come together in that. I want to hit a couple of things here. On sonsoflibertymedia.com before we bring Lynn on, criminal Anthony Fauci threatens the unvaccinated, quote unquote, they will undergo a bit more pain and suffering. That's his words, not mine. Okay. Um, media.com. you can see that. Uh, also, the Canadian Truckers Convoy for Freedom is getting major support from the people, not from the Mockingbird Media, by the way. They're hardly even covering what's going on. In fact, some of them are saying it's not even going on. We're talking about tens of thousands of trucks and truckers out on the road doing what they're doing. And now we have got a, I, I got a video here. If you haven't seen it, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. I've got a lot of videos up of what's going on up there at the Canadian border. You've got the supporters coming out, even in the rain, with signs and everything else. You can see the videos here. I mean, it's very encouraging. If you want to get encouraged, if you want to get out of the melees of seeing what the Mockingbird Media is putting out, go here to this, this story about the Canadian truckers. It's on Sons of Liberty media.com. Watch the videos. You'll be incredibly encouraged. When they're coming through, it's like these guys are war heroes. And in the sense, they are. We're in a war against tyrants. Trudeau is a pedophile tyrant up there in Canada, a sodomite, uh, uh, an Allah worshiper with those of Islam, that's what he's doing, and then this one oh, let me just play this for you. It's only a few seconds. These are some women up in Canada, some patriot women who are making sandwiches, and there's a guy in here too, but it's largely all women making sandwiches for these truckers. I want you to just listen to what they're singing they're they're patriotic to their country. listen to what they're singing. Okay, all right. So you get an idea. They're singing their national anthem there and uh, they're making these sandwiches to feed the truckers. They're raising they've raised over four million dollars as far as I saw the last time for these truckers to remain out there in the protest. And the people are look, the people know they're going to have to suffer a little. They're going to have some empty shells because these truckers aren't delivering. And they're there to to stand against the tyrant and they're willing to suffer with them uh, for it This is out of South Carolina the U.S occupied state of South Carolina. Uh, breaker one nine is here i got a question. Me. How many of you guys remember this song? Wasn't this the White Knight? Uh, I forget what it was. I used to have the little 45 record. For those of you who are really young, some of that's coming back. That's that little bitty vinyl disc that you put on the thing and you spun it around 45 RPMs. Yeah, I used to have this as a single. <laughs> but that's truckers coming from South Carolina going up to meet the guys and join with them in Canada, Amen. Good job, guys. Because the same thing that's come, that's come to Canada is going to come here. Is coming here if we don't stand together and put it together, put it, put it, uh, put it down. We've said this over and over. And uh, you got some reports here from uh, Rebel News, who's on the scene. There's a there's a lady cop who expresses her support. You know, I'm kind of wondering. You know, I don't know. Are you going around and issuing fines on face masks? Are you keeping people social distancing? Are you taking. I don't know what this lady does, but if she's not doing that, then her words mean nothing. But if she is standing against it and she's saying, I'm not participating in that and I'm calling it out, then good. Uh, we also have Pastor Artur. He's got a word. Five or six minutes, really great message. You know, Pastor Arturo, he really is fiery. And then really quickly, let me hit these three or four, and then we're going to bring Lynn on. This man confronts and helps to fund public indoctrination centers we call government schools. Oh, that's a good one for Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And he teaches you how to do it. Now, this is Paul Doerr. I contacted him, I think, about a year ago, and he had some kind of leg issue. Uh, Matt said that he said, hey, what is with this guy, Tim Brown? I don't know anything about him. Um, and we never got back in touch again. But he and his son uh, work together. In fact, his son—if I can bring this up without making something go—his son runs American Firearms Association. Okay, American Firearms Association. Uh, his name is Chris Dor. This is Paul Dor, the dad, and he goes into communities. He teaches them how to defund the public schools so that they can take control back over it. Now, some of these parents are learning how to go how to go after the. The board members, we're going to try to get Paul on as soon as we can, uh, but it keeps slipping my mind. Anyway, if you want to watch that video, this is from the County Before Country event that uh, Matt Trujillo put on last November. And then this one right here, Fauci is using cult language to describe his believers, quote unquote, as high priests of COVID religion. And you can watch, they're on a Zoom meeting, and this is what they're calling them, believers and non-believers. I told you they set up a religion, didn't I? This is what they've done with COVID. Are you going to trust God? Are you going to trust the witch doctors? Are you going to trust the Bible? Are you going to trust the falsely called science, as Paul calls it to Timothy? Are you going to take the sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper? Or are you going to try to mix that in or just ignore it altogether and take the shot? Mm Mm-hmm. Also, SonsLibertyMedia.com. Thousands post to Twitter. I regret getting the vaccine, the quote unquote vaccine or vaccinated. I've got tons of these folks where the people have gone on and this is exactly what they've said. And, you know, Twitter, look at how, look, these people are putting this out and look at the amount. Well, okay, here's somebody who actually got some some response. But look at these. So many of them got hardly any response. Some of them did. And this is due to the censorship that's going on. And there's, there's literally thousands of these people who regret taking the shot, who regret going in and buying into the propaganda. And then finally, this one, I want you to keep this one in mind. Ten signs indicating the U.S., the U.K., Israel, and NATO all believe that we're on the precipice of war with Russia. Do you know we've got the first commanding of a U.S. Navy ship I I think this is treason. I, I I really do. I understand how treaties work and all that. I think it's treason for anybody else to control our military. Anybody, and yet NATO is doing it for the first time since the Cold War. And let me let me let you in on what's going on here. They want your attention diverted somewhere else to some tyrant somewhere else that they claim, you know, Russia, over in Ukraine. If we can get you in the Middle East, if we can get you into Africa, if we can get you into Australia, China, New Zealand, if we can get your eyes off of the tyrants in your backyard, that's what we're about. And they are pushing this towards Russia. Why? Because they're invading you from the South and they're invading you from the North. And the tyrants, the enemies of the people, are in D.C. And as a result of being in D.C., they've now been spread out through the states. This is why Tim Brown says, I'm not going to run for office because I don't want it. But if the people of South Carolina said, hey, I like that Tim Brown guy, I like his ideas or whatever, and they wrote me in and they wanted me to get be governor, I want to tell you what, I'd surround myself. I'd get everybody out that's in there now, that's a part of the swamp of South Carolina. I would, that I would know, and I would bring in people that I know in real life to come in and give me counsel, both young and old. And the first, one of the first things I would do was eliminate any federal agency occupying the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. And the reason being is they have no business here. We gave them 10 square miles. Boom. That's it. That's what you got. And if you want to work for the federal government, you can work from home, but you can't do it here. This is why this is so important. Because they're diverting our attention away from the tyrants who are right here in our backyard And we've got to be those who stand up and say, "Mm -mm, ain't going to go for that. We're going to deal with you guys in DC one way or the other. We're going to deal with you guys at our States and our County levels. And that's where we need to keep our focus. So when you see that we put these out, we recognize what they're doing. Some people don't, I don't know if Michael Snyder does or not. He's, he's written the article, but that's, what's going on. They're trying to get us into, into a a war here. And I'm going to tell you, if you're a military person listening, You need to start paying attention to what's going on and quit just following orders to follow orders. Oh, Tim, you're bringing anarchy. No, I'm not. I'm talking about upholding your oath of office. And your oath of office is not to your, your drill instructor or the guy just who's over you. It is when he's lawful. When they're bringing these kinds of things on, this, this is not our thing. So anyway, this is Ron to the Core Wednesday. I wanted to bring those things out. And we got a lot to cover, so we're probably going to go over a little bit. And to help me do that, as always, <clears throat> is the Common Core Diva and my friend, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn.
1: Well, good morning, and happy birthday, and happy unbirthday to the rest of us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> what you got on fire? Because, yeah, but, uh, <clears throat> because we're talking about school choice today. Yes. yes and I know are. everybody thinks... That the what's happening is the politicians are just shining us on talking about, oh, we want you to have freedom and school choice when the reality is it's just like the two party system. We'll let you vote Democrat or Republican, but you're getting the same agenda either way. You're just going to get it in a little different form. You're going to get it in some different words, but you're going to you're going to get these kind of things. So, yeah, go ahead.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, you were talking about tyrants diverting our attention. Bingo! This has been going on every week, uh, every uh, January for eleven years, Tim. And when it first started back in 2011, we actually had what is true school choice, where you could. Choose to send your child to public school or private school or, you know, leave them at home, anything like that. And you could be removed from the system. But when, when uh, Common Core rolled in, which was really interesting because it was about 2010. So now you have uh, 2011 when the school choice week pops up. Oh, yeah, we, we, we still got it. But it wasn't until 2015 when every student succeeds that came in that that page seventy said all education must be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards as laid out in the workforce innovation and opportunity act that one sentence tim killed school choice and here we are uh 11, what what is it let's see that was 2011 we're 2022 we're 11 years different and what have we got people are still believing There's a difference between public school and private school and hybrid school and homeschool. not near as much as you would believe. And I cannot tell you the number of people I have made so angry this week by coming out and speaking the truth. But that's what we've got to do. I don't care if they get angry. The truth is the truth. You don't have a difference in anything except what type of building and that's it. The curriculum is all the same, and it has infiltrated uh, homeschooling just like Tom DeWeese warned us years and years ago, just like Kathy Duffy warned us years and years ago, just like Charlotte Iserbite or Iserbeat or however you say her name has warned us many, many years ago, and how I have been doing it since 2008, I believe it is. Yeah, 2008. mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the whole thing is <clears throat> is about a deception. Now we know that the Bible says God is not a our God is not a God of confusion. So where mm-hmm. is that confusion coming from? Where is this deception coming from? Well, it's coming from the devil. I mean, that's where it's coming yeah. from. And yeah. so we have to be clear about what that is. Now, again, some people have not dug into I can see it. You know, we've talked about this before. People go, yeah. this is not red meat. I, I want to hear about what Nancy Pelosi said, or I want to hear about what Chuck Schumer said, or what was the latest bickering between Republicans in there? and 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 they feed on that red meat and they don't see past. They, they mm-hmm. watched a WWE match, which is easy to watch. It's like, uh, you know, when you're tired at the end of the day, you want to go lay on the sofa and let whatever wash over you that you're taking in. It's mm-hmm. easy to watch, but it's another thing to dig down on the surface and get there and see what they're actually doing to us behind the words that they're sort of um uh bringing to our ears to make us feel good about what they're doing It, it takes something to go beyond that, and boy you've really done it this week i mean i don't know how many tabs I have open here <laughs> of different different items, but you know it, it's we go from different things we go from on the world stage like we've done the past couple of weeks with the pushing of a one world religion, a common word with a common Mm -hmm. purpose, with a common core, all this kind of stuff. And then we go down to the issues of going back in history and we bring these things to the light. Now, what do you got for us with regard to school choice this week?
1: Okay, Uh, first of all, according to uh, EdChoice.org, 76 different types of school choice exist in America. Now, that is so full of crap. I cannot tell you how much that is. But yeah, it's kind of like the other uh, misnomer about how many, you know, genders we have. You know, the simple truth is. They're not near as many as are being told to the people, but the people have bought it. And why? Because conservatives and liberals alike are behind school choice because it is the number one way to privatize our education and put it at the federal government's feet where it does not belong.
0: Lynn, we got a question here from Jennifer. She says, are Christian schools affected?
1: Absolutely, they are. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Okay. The accrediting bodies all have aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards. The assessments that are used to slot your children, no matter where they are, are aligned to the same thing because that's part of the problem. When Bill Gates said the tests would align the curriculum, he wasn't lying.
0: That's one of the only times he's not lying, right? <laughs> pretty I much, mean, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay, so so anybody who sets up to be a school is basically saying, we will align ourselves with this unconstitutional federal law. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so so let me bring this here. Because sure. I know in our family, our school says, federal government, you have no authority here. We're not obeying you. And we are a school. We are educating. Mm-hmm. You, and you, you had the same thing at your house. And other people right. have had it. We, Even though their pretended law might say that we're supposed to, there are many who are saying, no, we're not going to align ourselves to that. And it's none of your business what we teach our kids. Right. I mean, and
1: and I understand that. And as long as you can do that, that's fine. But the second the second you take special needs money from the government, local, state or federal, the minute that you have them take the same standardized assessments to somehow satisfy your state's homeschool requirement. The minute you enroll them in an apprenticeship or early college or dual enrollment, you've, you've, uh, you've uh, opened up a, a Pandora's box in your homeschool that allows the government in. Okay. If, you're taking, if you're taking public school online courses in your home and calling it homeschooling, that's another way as well.
0: Okay. All right. So just to be clear, we've said it all along. Anytime you're taking something mm-hmm. from government...
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: doesn't matter if he, if it's school or anything else, there are strings attached to that to where they're going to, oh, yeah. you know, they're going to, they're going to these- put the hook in your jaw and they're going to pull you with it. So, yeah. so when people take, when they try to get into the public school, uh, sporting events when they, uh, for their kids, mm-hmm. for athletics, when they try to get into a band with their kids, you know, to do that, or when they're taking any kind of federal money or tax credit, not homeschools, they don't really get tax credits because
1: but here's but here's the danger with school choice, Tim, it's money on a stick. That's a poison carrot that is directed to parents to deceive them that you can have this free money, to go by Johnny and Susie, any kind of curriculum resource you want, including homeschool activities and homeschool curriculum. But what they don't tell you is, again, the minute you take those taxpayer dollars, so you want to talk about taxation and theft, it's playing out right in front of you. And it's done under the name of school choice. So we have the Guise of Freedom it's done under the uh, we'll help you provide for your family, which anytime the government helps you provide for your family, you know they're going to come in and try to dictate what goes on. And this played out in the state of Alaska many years ago when they took the government cheese for homeschooling and got inundated with over 800 pages of government curriculum to add in to their free homeschooling that was outside the system. So don't tell me this is not a way into your home because it absolutely is. It opens up Pandora's box for home visits for the uh, local school board to come in and say, you know, what they want to say. Hey, are you are you kowtowing to the system? Uh, are you costing our tax district uh, money by taking your kids out? And oh, how dare you cost us money when instead we should be going? No, first of all, I'm protecting my family. I'm saving the the city government some money by homeschooling. I'm standing up for God. We're not saying these things. We're going, sure, hand it over. Now, there's a federal bill, and we're going to talk about it next week. It's called the Open Schools Act. $10,000, Tim, to every family in America for what school choice?
0: Wow. Ten thousand dollars—that's that's all it takes to to bribe somebody to to pull their kids in. If you weren't bribed
1: enough, if you weren't bribed enough by the education savings accounts, and they go by many many different names, and Ted Cruz is one of the biggest supporters. Okay, he has worked hand in hand with Betsy DeVos the Trump administration. He has worked hand in hand with Dr. Cardona in the Biden administration. And however long that man has been in office, he has worked with every single administration through the Department of Education to do what? Bring about Coverdell 529 accounts that are set up so that the parents can believe they're putting into a savings account for college or for high school or for whatever. And this it's just absolute tyranny. He's not the only one. Representative Biggs out of uh, Arizona was really big on school school choice. He even wanted to help shut down the Department of Education. But what happens when you have school choice, which by knee-jerk reaction goes into shutting down the Department of Education, it's kind of like when you walk into a room full of cockroaches and you turn the light on. It scatters. Now, as unconstitutional as the Department of Education is, as much as I want to see it Shut down. If you do it knee jerk style, you will force every education program, whether it's in your home, outside your home, down the city street, or, or wrapped up in, in uh, college somewhere. It's going to take it and scatter it through at least 13 other unconstitutional federal agencies and will never solve it.
0: All right. So let me get this straight. Okay. You you remove the Department of Education, and we, we've we've covered this before. But yes. somehow, yeah. the tentacles of whatever goes through the Department of Education is written into other. I'm going to mm-hmm. say pretended laws, mm-hmm. uh, and they're wrapped around other agencies, and they're even mm-hmm. wrapped around public-private partnerships as well. Uh, oh, from absolutely. everything we've talked yes. about, so we we are talking about fascism and education as, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then <clears throat> again. I, I'm I'm struggling to see how the people are going to somehow, re, you know, reform D.C. The only option I see at this point is for mm-hmm. locals to get involved at either the county or the state level and completely nullify every law coming out of the feds for education, quit taking their money or to secede from the union. Mm-hmm. I right. And some people think that's radical. But if you've got. Well, I don't even want to go there because Kate says, "Oh, we can fix these things with nutrition and stuff, but normally we think about if you've got a really aggressive cancer in the later stages, you need something to cut that out and to take that we It's so corrupted our system it isn't just in education it's in all these things. how can i just i I struggle to find how we can reform that and correct it in d c apart from a complete dissolving of it." all of its agencies and everything and starting over as Thomas Jefferson said in the declaration of independence to form a government that's, that's good for our security and, uh, Mm -hmm. and for that of our, uh, the securing of our liberties for our posterity. I I just struggle to see what we're going to take
1: an absolute revolution, which I don't think we, the people are even somewhat prepared for. We, we, we say we are, but then when it comes down to it, they're going to listen to this. Oh, that's interesting and then go on to to whatever else it's like you were saying they want to be entertained by the politics well you're going to have to get down and dirty but you do as we have always said we need to start at the local level but one of the things that i wanted to show folks was that first image in our email with the cockroaches because down at the bottom while i'm calling your attention to two bills which have been recycled congressional session after congressional session your real solution is to repeal the Every Student Succeeds Act, which President Trump told us he was going to do and didn't do. So don't tell me. Like him a lot of stuff it. he
0: said he did yeah. but didn't do.
1: Yeah. Well, don't tell me it's just the Democrats doing it. No, it's not. Okay. So you would need to repeal the Every Student Succeeds Act, lock, stock, and barrel. And you would need to restore the Obama-gutted FERPA, which is the Family Education Right to Privacy Act, to just begin, Tim, That would be it. Now, the person that you want to have on about how to defund your local uh, school board. Super. Need to listen to that. There's a video going on right now about how one mom was able to use surety bonds as a weapon against um, the school board in her area to help protect her special needs son. But I'm going to say uh, Tom DeWeese with the American Policy Center has warned us no matter if it's property rights or education, that the uh, we would be better served to use Section 1983 of the Civil Rights Act of 1981 in a personal lawsuit. Because if you go in after the school board, they've got public-private partnership money to hire lawyers that we the people don't okay they're going to find ways to sidestep what it is you're trying to uh bring them to justice over i'm not going to say you will guarantee lose but you're more likely to lose with the action that you take through the civil rights act it makes it personal because it points out you have been personally damaged by someone else's misuse of the law and by that When it becomes personal damage to you. That's right. In reciprocation, you need to bring about legal and just personal damage to the person or people who have been doing it. And that is what we need to be doing. And if you got a bunch of people together, it could even become a class action suit, but you don't go after the school board. You go after the superintendent. You go after the secretary. You go after every school board member that's right you personally sue them
0: yep now if people haven't seen it now these have been going on and you know i this is my Mm -hmm. personal rumble page uh you Mm -hmm. look up setting brush fires all one word for the for the channel for that and this is where i store all the the videos that you know i find that i think okay these are kind of important and i may use them and Mm -hmm. i do use them in uh in articles The Surety Bonds, the Ace Up Your Sleeve to Bring School Boards to Their Needs. This Mm -hmm. one is just an introduction. Mm -hmm. Watch that one first. I'll have it in the archive. And then the second one is a lady who's actually doing it. And the camera keeps rolling after she points all this out that the individual members. And we had the guy from up in Michigan do this as well. Mm -hmm. I'll try to remember to put that story in. Um, Gosh, his name is slipping my mind right now, but he's up in Michigan. And I want to say Keith Haskell. Uh, and he took it in there, and he's going to hold each of the members accountable individually for $250,000. This lady does the same thing, points out about their surety mm-hmm. bonds. And you'll see they all vote except for this guy who has a conflict of interest. That you see mm-hmm. down he's down here over on the side. Uh, he mm-hmm. has a conflict of interest because he's a doctor. He's tied to him or something like that. And he voted against dropping the mask mandates and stuff, even though he knows they don't work. Uh, And and they see that they see the evidence that their hind parts are on the grill if they keep going down this road, because now they've been warned. And I really do think that uh, parents who know their stuff are putting the fear of God in these people.
1: Right. And And I say more power to them. And, you know, but here's my concern over surety bonds. It's very general when it says third parties. Well, are we talking about myself? Are we talking about the accreditation organization that is pretty much mandating what the school board does? Which third party are we going after? Because, see, that's that's also a concern because you're going to bring in your public private partnerships, again, who are going to be so lawyered up that it's going to be just a nightmare. So I'm not saying don't fight. I'm not saying don't go after surety bonds. I'm saying do your homework and then look at this section 1983 of the Civil Rights Act of 1981, because Cornell University, as uh, aligned as they are uh, to to the Common Core, at least they put out a paper proving that it doesn't work just for property uh, um property issues. It can work for medical issues. It can work for personal injury. Uh, it can work for your, um, education demise. So it's there for us. We just got to use it.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that, you know, my friend, uh, Adam Heichel has sent me something, t- uh, last night. Uh, he mm-hmm. had sent to the people, you know, to dismiss his case, you know, they went after him after he tried to he tried to, mm-hmm. to follow the law and he, he admitted, okay, you know, there was a mistake I made. I need to learn from that and mm-hmm. this that and the other, but he tried to follow the law nobody was hurt in the process or any of this other. And so they went after him. <laughs> he just sent him a letter saying a motion dismissed. Didn't this court already re, uh, find that uh, this thing that you're trying to use against me is unconstitutional? And a lot of this fact it is not dismissal. The only course of action the court can take. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing about Adam. Adam is learning the law and learning how to stand on his own two feet. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to start encouraging people. This is why, you know, I haven't let you guys in on a, I let Adam in on a little bit of what I'm learning, um, and we've moved far. And I've got some great news, that I'm, but I'm just not going to share it here because I want to be under the radar. I want to share it with people, but I mm-hmm. want to see it all the way through. Mm-hmm. But I've got some great news that's happening behind the scenes. And the thing that I want to encourage people with is to learn the law. Learn how to use mm-hmm. the law against those who are using pretended law against you. Learn how to stand up. You don't have to learn everything. Just learn the, the particular situation, like on these surety bonds or this issue, what you're talking about here of holding right. them accountable. Learn all you can on it, and you can go, and you don't have to worry about spending a lot of money. They can spend, mm-hmm. literally, they can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars if that's what they want. But if you know the law and you come in into the court in that, do you know uh we have within our constitution it speaks of the laws and of equity. And equity goes yes. above the written law. It mm-hmm. goes to what's unjust. This is the very thing that Tony Roman, our friend out at Basilica's, he told me we're we're pushed back a little bit cuz he's really busy, but this is what he's talking about. He's saying we don't beg them for our rights. We don't say, please can I have an exemption? No, no, no. You don't have authority. And if you write a law, then mm-hmm. you're writing an unjust law and we're not gonna bow to that. So I think people have to learn the law, Lynn. They learn how to how to how to articulate it. And that's something too. Boy, this is a this is a job for Tim Brown in the area of repentance of language. Because certain words mean something legally oh, yeah. that they don't mean when I say them. And so I'm having to learn some things and, you know, you teach an old dog new tricks. So I would encourage people to right. get in, learn what the law is, learn from those who went and done it. It's There's no shame in asking people, how do yes. you do that? What do I need to read? What do I need mm-hmm. to do? How do I need to present this? And then maybe getting their time and bouncing some of your thoughts off of them. And you have a back and forth where they're challenging you. So you sharpen yourself to be mm-hmm. used as a sword against the tyrants. I, that's, that's, that's some right, encouragement that right. I have. And
1: the only advice I would add to that, Tim, and that's good advice, the only advice I would say is use their proposed legislation against them. Not only the, the uh, law that's on the books, but use the proposed legislation. Because that will hold their feet to the fire as well. Hey, did you know that the mandate was in every student succeeds at? Well, if you didn't, it's because you didn't read it. And if it's not, uh, if you don't know that it's there, then you haven't been paying attention to those who did know it. But I wanted to point out in current news, because we are in the middle of 2022's National School Choice Week, that Senator Ted Cruz has made a declarative statement on Twitter that wound up on Facebook in his home state. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of the parents hit the ceiling because they knew he was lying through his teeth. And that is that very first image that I attached to the email. I want us to to see this, and then I'm going to read it for those who are not able to see this. This is from Senator Ted Cruz. This was yesterday. School choice is the civil rights issue of the 21st century, hashtag school choice week. Now, it is not the civil rights issue of the 21st century. It is absolutely not. What is the civil rights issue of the century is our liberty and our freedom, and he didn't point that out.
0: Well Of course not, and you know let me let me just elaborate on Ted Cruz because there's no doubt in my mind that uh in twenty twenty four should we make it that far um Ted Cruz is going to throw his hat back in the rain, and I would say, well, the natural born citizen issue, Teddy, is the issue of the twenty first century when it comes to the presidency. I'm just going to throw that in there because mm-hmm. this guy is a snake, I mean, he is a wolf in oh, sheep's clothing. There is no doubt about it. He came in looking like You know the clouds bearing rain and didn't rain, Uh, just like uh, Peter says in Second Peter two. You know he promises you liberty, but he's a slave of corruption, and you you've got to see this in virtually everything he does, especially when he did the domestic terrorist thing on January sixth. Just betrayed the people. Come on, Tucker Carlson, and at least Tucker Carlson, I give him credit. He'll call out Ted Cruz, too. But but we know that he and his wife are tied in with globalists and the CFR mm-hmm. and everything else, Lynn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so we shouldn't well, be surprised if we're really paying attention and not watching the WWE match.
1: Right. And currently in this session of Congress, he has once again trotted out his school choice funding via Senate Bill 44. Now, last session, it was Senate Bill 634. So he's recycling. And, you know, I've seen several congressional bills where it's been recycled from session to session to session, because at some point, one side or the other is going to get this mess out there. And that's what they're gunning for. Okay, you also have the House of Representatives, subcommittee for education and labor head in Virginia Fox from here in North Carolina is one of the key people. Every time you turn around, she is featuring another sold out organization as a way to point the voters to what to read and what to pay attention to. And don't think that Little Miss All Education is Career Tech Education isn't on the bandwagon for school choice because it gives parents so much freedom.
0: Yep. I, well, I know. I know. And and the people are deceived by the words. They give the flowery words, mm-hmm. uh, just like tyrants of the past. This is nothing mm-hmm. new. Um, they, they're willing to give people, like you said, $10,000 to jump on this thing. They're willing to give them, you know, and, and it's your money anyway. This is what people are not understanding. It's your money anyway. But instead of them dealing with it in the context of how constitutional money is, they go and print it and they put debt on you. To mm-hmm. to look good, to get you reelected to keep their power, they go get money based off of debt, and they give you debt money. Why do they give you debt money? Because you're a slave. That is what it is. I know people will say I'm a free man and this and this, but ultimately that's where it comes down to that we've been slaves, and it's time for us to rise up, to trust in God, just like the mm-hmm. Hebrews did in the Old Testament, and to follow Him out under the captain of our salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ, out of our slavery and into real freedom. And that's going to have to be fought for. It's it's going to have to be fought for at this point.
1: Well, if you would, show the image uh, that has the plug in the back of the head, because this is the real truth of school choice. Okay, And we have used this particular image before. And if you can't read it, what it says, is school choice is nothing but the direct attachment of the government to every child. Imagine a plug-in on the base of every child's skull. It's not the personal savings of the parent with the parent writing a check to the school, where there's nothing between the school and the parent. It's a government-designed mechanism with government being a party to the transaction. A government attachment assignment or designation via ed savings accounts, tax credits, vouchers etc of monies for a child's education with government monies that directly go to every child instead of school districts as a whole it's uh, excuse me all right it's government directly attached to every single child, and as a parent, you have allowed the government a direct an unrestrained port into your child. The parent is subjugated and not allowed to interfere between the government and the child.
0: Yep. And for people who can't see this, you're listening by Real Estate Talk Radio. The little plug she's talking about is uh, from the Matrix deal where they're where they've got them plugged mm-hmm. in. They're mm-hmm. feeding this that that system is feeding their reality. And Lynn, I don't know how many things we've talked about. We talked about some things that we'd rather not talk about in education. Oh, yeah. And then we've yep. talked about things that sound like they're stuff that we believe mm. in. They use the language mm-hmm. that sounds like stuff that we believe in. And then when we start digging, we start defining the terms, we start seeing how they're using it. They mean something completely opposite of Absolutely. what we mean. And this is what I talk about when the socialists come in. They're changing the language. So we've got to understand what they're saying and use it against them uh, in, in this aspect.
1: Absolutely. If you will have the other image the the poor little old lamb i Swanny, that that poor little old thing and if you can't see it we have a lamb who is bleeding as a uh, cowboy is trying to lasso him and is um saying roundup and this one was one that was um that i created <clears throat> and it's going to be a little hard to, to see so it'll be in the archive for you and it says the ugly truth about vouchers and education savings accounts is that all the strings tie your child to the federal government and align them to the same common core college career readiness standards mandated in the Every Student Succeeds Act. Carrots on a stick. The only problem is these carrots have been treated with an educratic dose of round them up and churn them out workforce educated widgets. And that is something that I've created to try to bring some truth because we have status quo idiots who have big names out there like uh, Corey DeAngelis going, oh, no, education savings accounts don't go to the child. Oh, no, they go to the school where it belongs.
0: Yeah, I, I see what you did there with the round them up, the dose, Monsanto. I bet they're behind education, too. I bet they got some oh, hands in, the, in there, too
1: course they are but um we we need to look and i know that we're running up on the the top of the hour but i want to from the current uh, uh news and then we can go into some of the other stuff very quickly we'll have a big old archive for everybody don't take your eyes off the state of virginia because glenn youngkin is a plant by the common core machine and the new world Order to use Virginia as a platform, model state for the rest of the nation, and school choice is right in the crux.
0: Okay, Lynn, you just triggered yeah. a bunch of people. Oh well, you just that? triggered a bunch of people. So, <laughs> so tell them, tell them specifically what you mean about that.
1: Okay, fine. Uh, in our email, I have the Newsweek article where it says Virginia is considering tax credit for parents who homeschool their children. There's the
0: string. There's the string, folks.
1: That's the first one. Now, he's also tied to the Carlisle Group, which is what? Tied to Klaus Schwab, who is tied to what? The World Economic Forum, which is setting up The fourth industrial revolution and education is right in the mix. And he is mentioned on page 92 of the report that I have given Tim.
0: Okay. All right. Now I've got to go back and uh, see, I I got to pull that report. Um, Now this is the, um, well, I had it. That's the drive documents. Yeah. I thought I had it open here. Oh, I do have it open. Okay. So this is from the World Economic Forum. This is what she's talking about. Now, guys, you'll be able to look this up, you guys in Virginia, if you're triggered by what Lynn Mm -hmm. has said. And I understand that because they keep – see, this is the thing I had originally titled the show, that they're using Mm -hmm. school choice like they are the two-party system. It's like you have a choice, like there is really a difference. When there really mm-hmm. isn't, they're still going with the same agenda. Both parties are still pushing the same agendas mm-hmm. for. They are. They
1: so, absolutely
0: are. So this is what you're talking about here, and you're talking about this Governor Yonkin out of uh, Virginia, and I know there was, um, what was the guy he had as the AG? You know, I did a little story. He said he's going to go after all these investigations and stuff. You know, I hope the guy is genuine. I, I really do. I like what he says there, but the, in the end, He's going to be subservient to Yonkin, too. And but so me, whatever gets called out by the governor's office is what's going to happen there. And so, again, boy, some states are going to need what D.C. needs. The people are going to have to separate themselves from right. their but, from their but capitals. Let's not, there.
1: Loo- but let's not lose this. OK, sure. this is all about using Virginia to help spearhead the Fourth Industrial sure. Revolution, globalization We did, what was it, last year, maybe the year before, we did a a show on what the globalization in West Virginia. Now, remember, West Virginia separated from Virginia over politics. And what is going on now is that I wouldn't be surprised to see them move back together because you've got a neighbor right next door who already has the platform for a lot of this tech already built. And now we have a governor Who's going to, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring it in. I'm going to use school choice as the widget because, after all, we need educated workers or supposedly educated workers to go put all this stuff into place. But look who Youngkin is stacking his education department with. Okay, now, Charlotte Isserby had this to say, and this is a quote from her. Okay, Glenn Youngkin is the most disgusting of the disgusting, his dialectic. Create the problem, people scream. Impose the solution, which, with Yunkin at the helm in Virginia, will turn out to be the rotten globalist solution.
0: Well, Charlotte, why don't you just tell us what you think about the guy?
1: <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Okay, so in the archives... Tim will have for you the general link to the over 50 pages of research that I've dedicated to what nothing but school choice. So, so if you think it's a free meal ticket, read up. you got a lot of homework to do. OK, um, let's see here. Um, back in 2014, before I started my own blog, I did a guest post and it told you that school choice was going to be neutered by Common Core. And here we are all these years later. And yes, it absolutely has been neutered. You're also going to see some of my most relevant articles that we were going to have time to go over today that were not. That's a lot of homework for you. Uh, do know that Michael Ferris was a poster boy for the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. He was also one of George Bush's pets. He also has signed a global homeschooling schooling agreement to homogenize globally what homeschooling looks like. And this is the man who also is propping up education savings accounts and career check education and STEM education and dual enrollment and early college. And he's on the globalist uh, new world order agenda too.
0: Yeah. And don't forget, he's pushing the, uh, the lies of the convention of the states yep, uh, as absolutely. well. And so, yeah, Lynn, uh, we've got a few seconds here. Why don't you tell people <laughs> where they can find out more about you and I'll okay. introduce things for tomorrow.
1: Okay, absolutely. You can find me on commoncordiva.com if you wish to financially bless all this hard work that I've been doing for years or you wish to financially bless a trip that you'd like me to come and speak to you, Uh, there is a donate button. You can also find me on Breaking News Journal. That is available on Amazon Fire Stick and Roku. $2.99 a month gets you my channel, Common Core Diva, as well as lots of other clean TV with lots of different subjects. You can find me on all the usual media outlets. And tune in tomorrow for Liberty Bells with Suzanne Hamner. We're going to continue this conversation on the debunking of school choice.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, you guys check out Suzanne and Lynn tomorrow, and uh, we'll probably have that in the archives up in tomorrow or Friday, something like that, whenever they get it over to us. We'll let you guys know we're going to have Graham Moore on from the English Constitutionalist tomorrow. You're going to see a lot that's in common with us because our history comes from there. So don't miss that. 6 a.m. Catch Bradley at 3. See ya.